I'd argue there's loads of evidence that it's because it was, you know, a uh, murder or assassination attempt number about three or four, as sadly enough, you know, I mean, that's how many times police were involved with targeting him. You know, they choked him unconscious and smashed his head against the curb when he, when he, in 1991, when he was just, you know, he said they were arresting him for jaywalking in Oakland. And so I showed two cases of, you know, police murdering victims, you know, they have in custody and that with the, with those tactics. And so there's just a number of incidents like that of police foul play and Tupac almost dying. And then finally, of course, he was killed in Las Vegas. What's the final question then on, on Tupac uh, for this session is, what is your theory of what went down when he died? Well, when he died, um, I think, you know, your, your British filmmaker, Nick Broomfield's done very good work in just highlighting some of the investigation with uh, Russell Poole. And Russell Poole was the, made himself the lead investigator for Biggie Smalls' murder. And Russell Poole said he feel he, his evidence shows that his fellow police officers uh, murdered Biggie uh, in order to cover up their murder of Tupac. So he just didn't realize how high it went up, except at the end of a book that covers all of his case study, all of, he sent all of his files to a, um, a journalist named Randall Sullivan, who um, did a book called, wrote a book called Labyrinth about it. And Nick Broomfield also, uh, you know, focused on Russell Poole in his, his film, Biggie and Tupac. But he basically says at the end of, of the last thing he says in, in that book is that, all my friends told me not to send my case, my files to the FBI because sh I shouldn't trust them. And he said, but if I can't trust them, who can I trust? And he heard nothing back from the FBI, of course, you know. And he ends up dead, you know, younger than he should have been, um, you know. And people, someone who was co you know, writing another book with Russell Poole said that one of the key, con you know, conspirators in the case who was a police officer was at the scene where he was handing in new evidence on who really shot Tupac when he supposedly had a heart attack in the, in the uh, police headquarters. So, what? And we're back. That was Sean Atwood interviewing John Potash about Tupac, the CIA, and the FBI in regards to the case of Mr. Shakur outside of MGM and who was the killer. You're listening to LA Confidentials. This is a three-part series. I think I'm going to end it today um, with the final shooting of Shakur outside of MGM after the fight. Everybody knows Orlando Anderson was the fall guy. Talk to anybody, they'll tell you that he was the killer. He was a crip. Tupac kicked him. They got in a fight. But if you listen to the interview with Tupac's bodyguard and people in the neighborhood that were pyros and were helping death row helping shook night they will say that orlando anderson was probably a fall guy just like eric holder and we're gonna see what happens to him like we said yesterday can we even prove that these guys even go to jail 
uh, obviously Orlando Anderson died. Um, here's the thing with FBI informants. Um, this dude was saying, I don't know, I was listening to a few different interviews, but uh, the bodyguard was talking about maybe there being 15 informants at the time surrounding death row records. Uh, this is, we know this is how the LAPD moves. Um, how the FBI moves, how the CIA moves. If you listen to John Potash's interview with Sean Atwood, shout out to Sean Atwood, who's another pioneer in uncovering what's really going on behind these unsolved mysteries on the web. Um, you will hear that, okay, John Potash's book is called, let's look it up. Um, okay, it's not here, so I'll have to look it up later and let you know. I'll post it. Anyway, look up John Potash, P-O-T-A-S-H on Tupac, and you'll find the links to all of his work. Um, and then Sean Atwood is another good resource for you to listen to, um, different mysteries on the web. We're shouting out podcasts that are doing the due diligence of bringing under swept under the rug stories to the forefront back into the eye of the public which is what nick broomfield was doing with last man standing and we're on this because this is so important because why the fight went down at the mgm in las vegas okay the bodyguard said if you're Suge Knight and you're about, and I, I remember being mad at Suge Knight, how we all thought when I was a kid that he set him up. We all thought he was a bad guy. He probably is. I don't know him personally. Obviously, this is all third party speculation, but the bodyguard was saying, why would you set somebody up who you could risk uh getting shot at yourself unless the shooter was a trained marksman police officer and then there was a hot mic somewhere that said we got him now if with john potash saying that there's all these attempts on his life before that saying that he was jaywalking in oakland the cop took him down grabbed him by the neck and threw him on the ground there were all all these uh attempts on his life prior to that now you get into the cointel counterintelligence fbi why what is the motive because he was secretly not a gangster is what they're saying as we all know he was an actor he was not a gangster the guy that was from the pirates talking about how he would go down into the neighborhood and act like a gangster and he said now if you're suge knight and you know that this artist is worth millions and millions of dollars why would you let him fight orlando anderson in the middle of the lobby of the mgm why would you do that if this is your cash cow why are you gonna let him go kick dude in the head and do all this stuff i don't know it's a question for the ages 
because that cost him his life and i used to think uh why he was in his pride in that moment he should have just walked away well he didn't want to go there and pride is a tricky tricky thing that's why you cannot let your anger put you in danger right as nerdy as it sounds uh walk away walk away because you don't know when you're being provoked right you don't know when your life is in danger when you're about to go down you're about to go down because somebody else is is a sucker you know anyways um what is what were we saying oh we're talking about nipsey hustle's killer eric holder and what's gonna happen on march 1st because the fbi has a bad habit of putting out fall guys can we even say that these people actually even go to jail do we know that do we know if they don't just get we have no idea what happens once they drop you off they could put you in a marked van and take you out of there nobody's watching anyone go to jail isn't that the truth nobody watches anyone going to jail when you get arrested you become property and you disappear into the night like seriously into booking um so there's a myriad of problems that can go on there which we saw with jeffrey epstein why were all the cameras turned off i mean it's so corrupt the real gangsters that we're talking about and this is why the story is important is because suge knight death row records after death row records went bankrupt guess who bought them out yeah your friends blackrock and what just came out uh and all these uh little you know ch- children companies will parent the parent company is blackrock what we just saw today in the news uh, in the conspiracy world is Neil Young's catalog is owned by a dude that's bought out by Pfizer and the real gangsters are the ones at the top and the people that fry are the ones at the bottom. So these are mystery mystery men, these are shadow figures. MGM caught up in the Las Vegas shooting again with the Saudis on the top floor. We all know that was the story. We uh we saw the shooting again in Thousand Oaks. Um, you know, this the, the the problem with the Shadow Army is first of all, there's an army, so you can never you never have a target. It's a moving target. There, you know? Uh and it all happens in the middle of the night or outside of the public view and all these things are going on that you have no idea are going on the only time when this whale comes up for air is when people die and we have to watch the court case go down so keep your eyes open for march 1st 2022 we're still following this case because these are men that are pulling generations out of poverty. And John Potash was saying that Tupac was messing with the CIA's money. 
which is, means that the civilian population is considered collateral damage. And this is a huge thread because the WikiLeaks video was called collateral damage. You know, it's like, we're sheep, we're cattle, they don't care. They want to tag us with these vaccines, brand us. Uh, we're going to go into Zelenko, even though I don't really, I'm so tired of COVID and this is why I picked up the Tupac case. Um, we're going to go into Zelenko and talk about what's up with the mRNA and how that you can be digitally tracked now by the vaccine and uh i don't know when i'm gonna get to that because it gives me a headache just thinking about it but if you want the information we're gonna put it out there this is a free podcast i don't know how you can support me but uh maybe i'll put up a patreon at least get five dollars out of this every once in a while and obviously once you go against the industry um, you're not going to be given a show. This is uh, this is all going to be done underground. The only thing that we can do is hope that there's good people on the surface and have an underground movement of people that know the truth um, and get together um, quietly. So anyway, I hope you're doing good. Happy Tuesday. Uh, this is LA Confidentials. Please shout out to uh all the people that are watching my stories if you see my story on instagram do me a favor listen to the content i know you're looking at the thumbnails and stuff but just take a listen it's a it's a murder mystery these are murder mysteries and um talk to you later